Welcome everybody to Respawn Please the video game. Well. <laughs> Let me try that again. Let me take that back. Let me reroll that. I was right. I was opening up Windows because I forgot to open the dock for the show and uh -huh. it's all a mess. Let's roll this back. All I'll right. I'll edit this part out. All right. <laughs> the beauty of being on live, you know. Um, welcome everybody to Respawn Please, the weekly video game podcast where two dum dums come together to talk all things video games. Ah. I'm your host. This is and sometimes I can get the introduction right. Sometimes I can't. <laughs> but with me, as always, is the lover of Overwatch. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, it's the, true. Elle's been, Elle's been in having a toxic relationship. In a toxic <laughs> relationship with Overwatch. I'm in a toxic relationship with it. Yeah. There's, it's sexual in nature. Let's <laughs> uh, but with me, as always, is L. L. How's it going? Hello. Hey, I'm doing well. You know, just stay. Yeah. Trying to make the most of it. So. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't think of a, a better tag for for, uh, for you That's right so now. So yeah, it's the lover of Overwatch now. It's all good. It's Sorry. okay. Other than yeah. that. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. Uh, uh, you know, it's uh, a great day for uh, I think for us just because of all the crazy news that we're going to be talking about. But uh, we'll get to that. Other than that, I'm doing great. Uh, yeah. Uh, all the news we got today to talk about is Xbox centric. So, oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, we might as well just be an Xbox podcast today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You didn't think you think we we'd be done with talking about Xbox at this point, but no, I know. there's still still draw. There's still a bunch of drama happening around yep. the Microsoft Activision acquisition, but there's some good things that came this week. Oh yeah, there were some really bad things that came out this week for Xbox. Things yep. I'm pretty sure Microsoft would not have wanted leaked out, but you know, it was self-inflicted, and we're going to talk all oh, about yeah. the Xbox stuff today but as always before we get into all the big news of xbox and the leaks and everything l what you been playing this past week so sorry i was fixing my mic over here it's about to fall off here yeah. um so what i've been playing this week i've been playing uh, a lot of sea of stars i've been enjoying it making more progress in the story um loving it so far um there is a part of me though i am coming across some stuff uh that you know it doesn't affect it super negatively but i'm like oh this this could be better you know um mm -hmm. but overall i'm enjoying my experience with it um of course i haven't really been playing too much overwatch i just kind of played like a little bit or whatever just like doing some casual quick play or whatever nothing crazy um outside of that I haven't had time, but I'm just I'm dedicating time this weekend to play more Starfield because I want to play more Starfield. And then I actually think I might um, I've been wanting to restart um, run playthrough again, uh, Red Dead 2. And so uh, I have it loaded in, ready to go. And I just want to play through it just because I love the story so much. Um, but I'm trying to balance my time between those three, really. But yeah, nice. What have you been playing? I've man not much <laughs> um i've uh i started lies of p um, oh just uh, oh boy I, it's i'm i feel the same way about lies of p right now that i felt about elden ring where it's like i can see why people enjoy this game it's a from it's a you know souls like game i can see why people enjoy it the aesthetic is cool there's a story that I actually am interested in following, but mm -hmm. 
I just don't have the patience. I don't have the patience to try to get good at Lies of Peak. It's I the get same that. with Elden Ring. I was interested in Elden Ring, the world of Elden Ring. Like, I love the lore that surrounds mm -hmm. Elden Ring. Just don't have the patience to take the time to try to get good and overcome these bosses and stuff. And that's what's happening with me with Lies of P right now, where I'm just like, I think the real enjoyment for this game for me is going to come from watching other people play it. Cause it's like right now, I'm just not having fun with it. Interesting. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna keep powering through. Um, you know, I put like about 40 hours into Elden Ring, so I'll at least get 10, 20 hours, hopefully out of Liza P before I decide to give up on it. Yeah. But yeah, like right now it's just, I'm just like, ugh, I don't want to deal with fighting these bosses. I don't, I don't see how people enjoy dying over and over again and all that <laughs> stuff. And that's just, that's just a commentary on my ideas for yeah. this genre of video games where I'm just like, I just don't, I don't find the fun and I wish I could. Gotcha. Um, so I did like, I started playing Lies of Peas, uh, Lies of Peas, Lies of P, um, e, not yesterday, uh, the day before yesterday. Okay. Wednesday. <laughs> what is the day? <laughs> I'm trying to like it's it's weird for me because it's Saturday, so it was oh, yeah. Thursday for me, Wednesday for you probably. Oh, um, gotcha. But yeah, I've played maybe like five-ish hours of okay. it. Um, got through the first boss after trying over and over again the circus boss, um, which is like the very first boss you get to. Yeah. Got to Hotel uh, Krat and all of that and. I'm just like, uh, it's just a slog. Yeah, it feels like a slog for me right now. Gotcha. But I am interested in the world. I'm interested in the story that they're laying out. Um, also, I've been playing Lies of, uh, not Lies of P, but <laughs> I just said that. Uh, sea of Stars. Been playing oh. Sea of Stars too. Okay. Um, I'm just, it's just casual fun. Just yeah. casual fun. Like, I'm not. I'm not enamored with it like a lot of people are. And I, we're going to talk more about Sea of Stars at the end of the yeah. month, right? Mm -hmm. so, or next month. Next October. month, yeah. Talk yeah, about October. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I'll keep my thoughts for Sea of Stars there. But I'm just like, I'm in the weird place with Sea of Stars where I'm like, I, again, I can see why people are enjoying it. It's not giving me the depth that I want I got <laughs> out you. of an RPG. So, I, yeah, I can uh, definitely like story wise, story, story wise, like yeah. everything is, feels very simple. So, exactly. um, and then, L, I got to convince you to do this. Oh boy. Um, let me, uh, let me, let me open this up real quick. Um, okay. So I can get, so I can get the name right. Mm -hmm. But. You gotta you gotta join me in this. It's oh. it's a transformative experience. Your whole life is gonna change when you start playing it. When it's you... basically it's basically vampire survivors. Okay. Except it's cute. Like there's cute little things. They're little blobs. Uh, it's called goobs. Goobies. Goobs. Goobies. Like yeah. Let me. It's only like six bucks on uh, Steam. Why is Steam not opening? What the fuck, Steam? Come on. Let me see. Goobies. Goobs. You gotta join us on this path. You gotta become a, you gotta become a goobies. You gotta become a goob. This is um, so funny. It's a, it's a perfect game. Um, <laughs> it's a perfect game. It's basic. It's just you know vampire survivors, but cute. Huh. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and you just play. You just play a little blob on a map and stuff, and you know it's been a transformative experience. Um, <laughs> I've played only an hour of it because I started playing it last night, but. <laughs> It was like six bucks, and I was like, you know what? Why not? Because uh, another podcast, I, a podcast I listened to, they were talking about it, being like, oh, this is great, and I was like, you know what? I could do another Vampire Survivors like game. 
this bullet hell nonsense just trying to survive uh situation so nice. i gave it a, i gave it a shot played for an hour last night and loved it so i'm gonna definitely play more of it and then um i said i haven't played much but apparently i have because i have <laughs> more game i bought earlier this week moonstone mm-hmm. island um moonstone i don't know island. if you saw me talking about it in our discord um, i think so yeah yeah, it's uh, basically um, Stardew Valley meets Pokemon. That's right. Meets, um, uh, it's like just like multiple different like genres into one. Yeah. Um, I played about an hour or two of it. It's fun. It's it's cool. Uh, I'm going to play more of it. I'm thinking about streaming it and stuff because okay. my laptop can't really handle a lot of streaming, but it probably can handle that. So I'm going to do a test stream to see if it can handle it. But Moonstone Island, pretty dope, pretty dope. Uh, if you're interested, if you like want a Pokemon-esque or a Stardew Valley-esque game, then this is mm-hmm. a perfect like combination of the two. Um, so, and that just came out this week. Uh, nice, and it's been pretty good. I, I had it on my radar because it's from the same publishers as um, Cassette Beast, which I love. Cassette Beast, Cassette Beast came out earlier this year, and it's a Pokemon game. It's a Pokemon-like game, monster collecting game. Oh yeah, yeah, incredible. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'll try this Moonstone Island since it's from the same publishers, and apparently this publisher likes Pokemon-esque games because this is the uh, second one that I've seen from them. So nice. Uh, but yeah, so I'm I've been playing those. Um, uh, I think Lies of P has been the one that I've dedicated the most time to, though. And yeah, I'm just meh, yeah. You're over it. We're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna talk about Liza P like in the future. So I'll again, <laughs> I'll let you. I'll reserve my thoughts for then. But it goes back to um, what was that uh, other Souls like game that came out earlier this year? The one uh, that you played? the one that I play Souls like. Oh, um, not not Wo- Sekiro. Wo- no, Wo- yeah, Wo Kong or Wu Fong. I can't remember. Yeah, Wo Long, Wo Long, Wo Long. Yeah, Fallen Dynasty, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Um, it's it, it's i think it's better than that because yeah i do think it's better than that that's all I'll say. <laughs> okay <laughs> i think lies of p is the better version of the better of the souls like games that have come out this year um so but we'll talk more about lies of p in the future um with that said let's dive into some of this xbox news because there's a whole lot of xbox news this week um some most of it just leaks that came out earlier this week uh, stuff that Xbox, Microsoft probably did not want to come out. I mean, it didn't come out because they've already taken it down from like the website and stuff. Um, so um, all the articles that I have today are mm-hmm. from The Verge. Um, over on The Verge, Tom Warren has created a lovely uh, article that ha- pretty much compiles everything into one place. Okay. So I will post the link. I will we'll have the link down in the description below um, so you can follow along with all of these if you want. Um, but there was a ton of Xbox leaks this week, and a lot of it was because Xbox did it to themselves. So in this first article, um, to give context to the leaks that happened, um, Microsoft leaked its own Xbox documents court says, this is an article from The Verge, um, in the filing, Judge Jacqueline Scott Corley says that the court ordered the Federal uh, Trade Commission and Microsoft to provide the court with a secure cloud link to trial exhibits with redactions that met the court's recent orders. Microsoft provided the, a link to the, on September 14th, and the court uploaded the exhibits from there. The parties in the case have since told the court that the version of the exhibits provided contained non-public information. 
which might be under which might be the understatement of the century which is part of the <laughs> article and the court has removed them so basically microsoft just messed up and uploaded the documents <laughs> uh, so like the funny. you know lawyers and stuff just uploaded the documents themselves um which yeah it's it's funny it's it is what it is you know there's not much you can do about it exactly uh, I mean, you know you know someone messed up somewhere and was didn't fully understand what they were supposed to do and <laughs> here we are so with that with with that in mind like this 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 is probably one of the most embarrassing things from microsoft right during this whole oh, FTC yeah. thing like, definitely like it's it's just like it's just wild because so much information came out which we will talk about mm -hmm. but i just want to get your thoughts on just this part of it where microsoft just <laughs> it's up. like it's like they it, it, it kind of goes back to that whole thing of like you know whoever's job it was to do this one thing and like follow its directions mm -hmm. and then not paying attention it's like i'm pretty sure they got a talking to like yeah what the hell like this is like crazy because when it happened once the first you got the first uh, news of the leak. Then next thing you know, you know, a bunch of other things came out at the same time. It just because you know they didn't realize that this was out there, and so it's just hilarious because like it's just like one big oopsie, and it's a very big oops, and uh, yeah. it's just hilarious because they because <laughs> a lot of the stuff that they revealed, you're like, yeah, like this is wild. This is very crazy. Yeah, and like it's, what's wild about it too is like it happened. Uh, for me, it happened in the middle of the night, which I think yeah. was like early morning for y'all uh, for you y'all over in the states. Oh yeah. Um, so I didn't get to see it like happen. Well, actually, no, might have happened while I was still awake. Maybe I don't know. But um, I just remember wake. I remember seeing it and be like, man, this is crazy. And then I just sat there with <laughs> in rapt attention, reading everything that was going through, just because like so much stuff. It wasn't. It was like past plans which we're going yeah. to talk about like uh -huh. microsoft wanted to buy nintendo yeah <laughs> um, that was something that that was a that's brief discussion. so crazy uh and then two plans of like the next xbox to yep. the next uh, to a refresh that they're doing yep. um and so it was just like just so much came out that it's like yeah this is definitely stuff that microsoft would not have wanted to come out <laughs> because it's just like plans and stuff and like yeah uh phil spencer um you know he's gone he's already made a statement saying that oh our plans have changed um i'm i'm sure some of the plans are probably of, still the same of course but of course like but like there were things that you know he came out was trying to do pr stuff where it's like of yeah course, things have yeah. changed you know we're disappointed in this and all that and it's like yeah understand it's just pr speak at that point because you know somewhere someone messed up and now you got to spin it as best you can um but just totally understandable you know totally yeah. understandable so uh the first thing i want to talk about in these uh leaks is the xbox new controller also again an article from the verge this is microsoft's new uh discless xbox x design with a uh lift to wake controller the new controller codename uh Sibyl? Sibyl? How would you say that? Uh, How would you say this code name? Sibyl? 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 Uh, Sibyl? I think SP. maybe. Yeah. Maybe Sibyl. Sibyl sounds horrible. It does, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to. Uh, <laughs> but, it's, but it's set to be announced early next year for $69.99 USD and will include an uh, exo 
accelerate accelerometer which should let you merely lift it to wake the gamepad it has two tone color scheme and will support a direct connection to cloud bluetooth 5.2 and presumably updated xbox wireless 2 connection microsoft also lists precision haptic feedback and C uh, vca haptics double s speakers as specs for the controller it will also have quieter buttons and thumbsticks a rechargeable and swappable battery and modular thumbsticks um so this is cool like uh xbox oh, yeah. controllers have always been my favorite xbox controllers uh, i just i love i mean i love the feels of xbox controllers i have my of xbox course. elite right now for audio listeners i i just love the control the way it feels uh, i think it's cool that they're adding features like that the ps5 controller has like the haptic yeah. feedback and stuff which like adds for like resistance and like more precision for like the rumble you know so like oh, yeah. one of the things that gets touted with the playstation 5 controller is like you can feel the raindrops when it's touching the <laughs> controller it's like okay whatever uh it's, it is a cool feature like it is pretty yeah. cool um but like, honestly, things like that, I didn't really ever care about because it's about comfortability. Exactly. Um, I will say buttons are like really loud on Xbox controllers and stuff. So quieter buttons appeals to me and stuff. Um, I'm not a fan of the two-tone uh, look mm. of the controller. Like I love solid yeah. colors uh, on controllers. So the two-tone that it has like right now in the article, you can see a picture yeah. of it where it's like white on top and then like black uh, grips. It doesn't look good to me. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't. Uh, but I'm interested in getting an updated controller and stuff. And especially like whenever they make an elite version, I'll definitely get the elite version for the haptic feedback and, and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, what do you think of the new controller so far? I actually think it looks cool. I actually am kind of a fan of the two-tone. Uh, I think it's oh, actually God, pretty cool. It's so gross. <laughs> and believe me, I, if you this this isn't the only one, I promise you. There's probably like a bunch of different colors that are two-tones. You're probably going to be like, yeah. Ugh. They'll probably include, you know, the, some solid color ones. But I think this is like yeah. a great idea. This is like something, one of the cool things that we uh, got from the leaks that I think is just going to make the controllers that much better. The same way that, like you said, like con Xbox controllers just fit better in my hand. I have very very big hands mm -hmm. and so like they just happen to fit perfectly um playstations yeah. are okay but i always felt like my hands were too big for them um yeah. <laughs> but i like the way that they i like the the feel of them you know it's it kind of reminds me of uh the same way that like if you've ever messed with cameras like a, a canon and a sony or a nikon they all fit differently in your hand and like yeah. they all have like different different things about them that people love but like this is like um i'll say for this for all the features that they're going to add i think it's really cool um and it definitely makes me want to go buy one when it does come out hopefully next year if, if they stick to that yeah i agree um so also in this article uh in the very same article doop, 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 uh it reveals the next uh, refresh xbox um so the xbox is getting an updated design uh it is uh it goes from being in a box to a cylinder <laughs> <laughs> the xbox oh. series x is getting an update um so xbox microsoft lists a roadmap for this new xbox series x console and controller alongside a refreshed xbox series s with one terabyte of storage uh, microsoft just launched the xbox series x in black um it's also gonna have like um xbox design lab stuff with it too so you can potentially change the coloring of these xboxes and stuff um one of the things that is where is the art where is uh, hmm. 
I might have missed something here. Do, do, oh, do, good. Theory. The uh, okay, so in the um, infograph, mm -hmm. it's uh, it has like a list of things, uh, updated technologies. The uh, new Xbox is going to have an all smooth uh, south bridge to modernize I/O, updated Wi-Fi uh, support. Um, the new design is going to have two terabytes instead of one. It's going to have reduced PSU power. Um, it has going to have a low power setting. It's going to have a hundred percent recyclable packaging. Uh, it's going to be all, all, it's going to be the same price for $500. Um, so this is expected to also release next year. Um, which would be cool. Um, do mm -hmm. you think, do you like the, the cylinder, the cylinder of Xbox rather than it being a box? It's just going to be a <laughs> cylinder now. It's, it, I mean, it looks interesting. I actually didn't mind the box. Like I thought it was, so, mm -hmm. I thought it looked cool. The cylinder, it, it's just, I don't know. It makes me think of those old, um, the, the max when they had the cylinder that everybody hated back in the day. If you remember those like oh, really? trash, the trash bins, uh -huh. um, they, oh, yeah, they look yeah. like trash bins. And so, but this, I mean, it looks okay. I kind of actually prefer the, the box versus, um, the cylinder. I mean, but other than that, I, yeah. I like the, the new specs and that they're updating to the system, but it, I think it's yeah. okay. Yeah. I think it's fine too. I'm not, it's, it's whatever. Like I'm indifferent towards it, to be honest. Like, yeah, I guess it's fine. I don't know. Uh, I think the big <laughs> thing here is that it, it is going discless. So the, you'll have an Xbox series X. That's a discless version. Like the series S is already discless. Yeah. So Microsoft is continuing that trend of moving Can't away go. from physical media to focus on the, the focus on the discless, the focus on the digital, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so I'm sure you know, th this is something they tried to start with the Xbox One, if you remember yeah. correctly, going, oh, yeah, all digital console, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, no, we're going to roll that back. I mean, I believe Xbox e even then still had a disc version, but they wanted to encourage the digital uh, aspects of it, like of being always online and stuff. And, you know, we're going towards that. And the exactly. thing is, I think, like, the Xbox One might have been ahead of its time in that yeah. in that way, where it's like people still weren't quite ready because we were still hot, hot off the heels, if you know, the PS3, uh, yeah. the Xbox 360, physical media was still, like, present. Yeah, I think the PS4 and the Xbox One era kind of, like, started transitioning to more digital, and now we're in this PS5, Xbox Series X and S, where it is definitely, I would... I, I, maybe I'm wrong in this, but I would mm -hmm. say it's probably more like way more digital than it was 10 years ago. Oh yeah. You know? So like it, it makes sense that Microsoft's like, yeah, we're going to, instead of trying to do it all at once, let's just slowly phase this out over time. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like, so they, they're not onto us. Oh, oh yeah. I'm onto you, Microsoft. I know. What uh -huh. you're trying. I remember what you tried to do with the Xbox one. Uh, <laughs> I, I know what you're trying to do now. Uh, so yeah, I just feel like they're, definitely like going in that direction where they're gonna definitely focus and i think that goes along with what the other leak that they have which is for the next um uh xbox uh plans so their xbox next gen console again mm -hmm. along with uh, on the verge this is an article from the verge microsoft news this list xbox series x is far from the only news that just leaked out of the ftc versus microsoft case the documents may also reveal Microsoft's far future plans for 2028, uh, by which the company believed it should achieve full convergence of its cloud gaming platform and physical hardware to deliver, to deliver cloud hybrid games. 
Mm -hmm. uh, quote, our vision, develop a next generation hybrid game platform capable of leveraging, leveraging the combined power of the client and cloud to deliver deeper immersion in entirely new classes of game experiences. Um, so not too much is revealed about Xbox next gen console, obviously, like no design or anything like that. But it does hint at to what Xbox is planning, which I do think is a more digital focused thing, you know, with the cloud, trying mm -hmm. to utilize the cloud in that way um, that we're already sort of seeing with the Xbox Series X refresh with the yeah. Xbox Series S already being digital and all that. So um, does this excite you? Does this worry you? Does the date of 2028 make you go, wait, what? Because <laughs> yeah. that oddly seems far away, but simultaneously close. You know? Yeah, so. no, definitely. That, it's crazy because as soon as you said uh, it was brought up to 2028, I was like, wow, that's only like four years or four or five years away. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if like, you know, it, it takes a little bit for, for that to kind of really be successful just because, you know, that's how most things in technology are, um, which I feel like they are starting it now, but I think they still have a little bit of ways to go. Um, but um, I'm not surprised by the transition uh, in which they're trying to go with diskless, with just doing everything all digital through the cloud, just because, I, I mean, I think it's just the way that the world's going, you know? It's like, when you think about it, how many times have you, um, when's the last time you bought a disc for a video game? You know, um, most of the time, unless you live maybe in a place with bad internet um, or like uh, in a rural area where you just don't get a lot of great uh, internet, so to speak, it's like, then I understand you going to buy the disc, but for the most part, over time, internet is just gonna keep getting better and so on and so on forth. So it makes sense that they're just like, well, let's, they're thinking ahead to the future. You know, why waste money in production of these discs when we can just do it all digital? You can download it from the comfort of your home and you're good to go right there, you know? Yeah. I think like, I think like the big resistance towards that too is people still saying, though, there's parts of the world that don't have internet and crappy uh -huh. internet and blah, blah. And it, that, that's a valid argument to have. Of course. Uh, especially like if you are like, you know, in the in the U.S. by itself, like if you living if you're living like in the middle of nowhere, Wyoming, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> you can have crappy <laughs> Internet. I mean, it's like it's so it's, it is kind of a, a drawback to that. Like if you want a game, you're kind of out of luck if we if the digital era happens. And then, of course, you still have ISPs like capping your Internet and stuff like yeah. that or throttling your Internet to make it slower and stuff when you try to download things. So, like, there's still a lot of things that like microsoft will have to figure out on their end uh, yeah to, to make it really appealing and maybe it is with cloud gaming you know um yeah. again i mean that's still dependent on internet access but maybe that is something that will help with it i don't know very true have you ever tried the cloud gaming on xbox or through like game pass or anything like that yes i did try it once and i want to say that the game that i tried it with was uh when as dusk falls came out that was initially um, before I decided to download it because I think initially when I started to play through the cloud, it was a very small hint, um, but it was a small hint of latency um, that I noticed, just like the very smallest or whatever, yeah. but that was enough for me to go, nope, I'm just gonna download it to the <laughs> computer. Because yeah. nobody, nobody, nobody likes latency. You wanna be able to hit it and the action goes as soon and as you hit the it. button. Yeah. And so that was the yeah. only thing. But yeah, I would say that 
because for a game like that that's very much of like choose your own adventure type of game i can't imagine like the latency i'm maybe it's changed but with like games where if you want to play uh online or like um if they're more like you know first person shooter games and stuff you want to make sure that everything's like uh happening as soon as you give it the input you know yeah um so i i i've played a couple of games uh, i played gears i want to say gears four or five one of them okay um on my phone with my xbox controller really and, um yeah um i didn't do like a full like playthrough or anything <laughs> i played maybe like 15 20 minutes oh, gotcha. um, it felt fine playing it like i didn't really notice too much of it i think there was i mean there there was like obviously like a little bit of yeah. delay but it wasn't enough for me to go oh yeah this is impossible to play but i was just playing campaign i wasn't playing gotcha. like multiplayer like of course if it was like competitive play like if i was like i don't i can't imagine doing overwatch like in <laughs> no. that, or halo or something like that where it's like yeah. you need to be quick 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 you want that response like as you said very quickly yeah uh, but I think like single player games would probably be fine. Like, oh yeah, uh, I played Slay, I played Slay of the Spire that way as well for a little while. Uh, just ah. that when um, I just because like when it, the cloud stuff first got announced, Slay of the Spire was one of the first games to allow that on Game Pass, ah, and so okay. I tried it. Slay, it. Slay the Spire was fine, uh, but of course, like, you don't really need to be fast with Slay of the Spire yeah. at all. So like, <laughs> it doesn't it didn't bug me at all that maybe there was like a slight delay delay with my cards like moving forward to you know do that gotcha. stuff yeah um what else i played something else i can't remember what it was uh i played something else but like yeah uh, the cloud stuff like never bugged me too much at gotcha. all so um it's definitely a uh it's it, it works um so mm -hmm. now pertaining to the xbox like the the xbox stuff itself i'm interested in seeing what xbox will uh produce potentially yeah. by 2028 um i do think that date is like oof that feels like <laughs> I, it it doesn't feel like we've been in this generation of consoles that long yeah but we're, we're going into what the third year so i think like, so yeah so it's like yeah i guess i guess that would be an appropriate town time because like it's new consoles come out like uh, every eight to ten years or something like that so yeah. so it makes sense that 2028 there would be at least an announcement for for them to come in like 2029 or something exactly. um, but man i'm just i i saw that day and i was just like oof oh my <laughs> gosh we're, we're already thinking it that far ahead jesus um <laughs> But I mean, obviously, Microsoft would want to think that far ahead too, because like you know, they got bigger plans than you want, you or I, you know. Exactly. They got plans that we can't even fathom because capitalism. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, I'm I'm ex interested. I'm I don't know if like it's gonna you know the the cloud focus. I think that's always been on the board for Microsoft going that way to begin with. Yeah. Um, I think it's just gonna. I think I think we're going to see more of the cloud focused stuff coming soon for Xbox. Like mm -hmm. they're already like want to do the cloud. I think they're going to start really focusing on that, especially with this refresh with the Xbox Series X happening or, you know, rumored to be happening. I think there's going to be even more emphasis, especially towards the end of the Xbox Series X and S lifecycle. Um, I guess my next question for you with this is what do you mm -hmm. think they would call the next Xbox? Uh... Ooh, would they call it the Xbox good... X? Uh, would they call it the YZ? The YZ. <laughs> yeah. No. You get um, a Y version, you get a Z version. The Z version is the final form. Ah. Uh, uh, and, it, and it's just a and it's just a wall. 
That's so funny. It's just, a, it's, just a, it's like a glass plane with wall, and you just put it in your window. Hilarious. And it's the sun <laughs> the sun that's so funny yeah. uh, oh the, see the name for the next xbox that's interesting I, yeah. I almost feel like they're gonna keep xbox in the name just of course for yeah. i mean for xbox branding Microsoft, branding yeah. um it'd be a part of me can you, do you remember what they changed the name uh to their cloud uh, is it, it was xbox something was it something it's like that cloud oh that's what that's x cloud so it'll be i'm pretty sure they'll do something where they try to include that in there it'd be like the xbox cloud i don't know you know the xbox thunder no i don't know but (laughs) (laughs) um you know i think that i think they should just go back i like you know just go back to xbox just call it xbox very true like i you know i mean there's the original xbox but i think we all know that if there's another Xbox, it's not going to be the original exactly. Xbox or anything like that. This, I think it's because that was 2001. <laughs> yeah. This would be 2028, 29, 2030. You know, this is this is how I they separate that, the two. <laughs> this is how they separate the two. Instead of just calling it Xbox, they call it the Xbox. Like, <laughs> yeah, like oh yeah, like the Fast and Furious. Yeah, the Fast and Furious. Yeah, it was like which one was that? Was that like the fifth one, right? Or something? Yeah, that was like, like that, was, that like, was like the fifth one. Yeah. Because it was Fast and Furious, the Furious. and the Fast, Fast and the Furious. And Furious. <laughs> it was yeah, like, okay, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> They'll be like the Xbox. You're like Xbox. what? Yeah. Uh, I so guess funny. that also comes at uh, Suicide Squad did that too, because it was Suicide Squad, Squad and, then and the, then the Suicide, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. <laughs> exactly. It's just a small separation. Uh, the Xbox. Yeah. It makes it makes all the world of difference there. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, man. So I'm looking forward to it though. Again, 2028 just seems so far away and so close at the same time. It but, does. Uh, my brain, my brain can't process it right now. Oh yeah. Uh, so, hell, I'm gonna let you pick the next topic. Do we want to talk okay. about games? Games leaked, or do we want to talk about Nintendo? Oh, let's talk about Nintendo. I want to talk right. about Nintendo. It's so fun. <laughs> so, so uh, part of these leaks um, was an email with Phil Spencer talking about, you know, potentially acquiring Nintendo. And so this is, again, from The Verge, an article from The Verge. Uh, Phil Spencer wanted to acquire Nintendo. Uh, Microsoft Phil Spencer says acquiring Nintendo would be a career moment. In an August 2020 email to two top Microsoft marketing executives, Spencer wrote that Nintendo is the prime asset for us in gaming and that getting Nintendo would be a career moment. And I honestly believe a good move for both companies. Go on. He goes on to say, I've had numerous conversations with the LT of Nintendo about tighter collaboration and feel like if any U.S. company would have a chance with Nintendo, we are probably in the best position. Spencer wrote, where LT is presumably shorthand for leadership team. He added that Microsoft Board of Directors has seen the uh, full write-up on Nintendo and Valve, and and this is the key here, and Valve, uh, something I want to talk about too, and they are fully supportive on either if opportunity arises, as am I. Spencer also shared that the company was in fairly active uh, M&A discussions around ZeniMax Media, which resulted in the... Mm-hmm. the eventual buyout so <laughs> and uh, another interesting one here was too that warner brothers also gets mentioned uh, as well ah. so there's several things in this email that i want to break down mm-hmm. the first one obviously being nintendo then Crazy. valve yeah then uh warner bros uh warner brothers interactive um so i think each one of these has different levels of conversation to it i oh, think yeah. each one has levels of importance yes. um nintendo obviously being the big important one 
Um, and then Valve being, I think Valve, we'll talk about the Valve one, but I think okay. that's almost as important as the Oh Nintendo. yeah, definitely. And it potentially would, I think could potentially even be bigger in the long run for Xbox than Nintendo would be, though that's probably wild to say. Oh yeah. Um, but then the Warner Bros. interactive thing is also very interesting. So Nintendo, you yeah. said you wanted to talk about it, Al. So yeah. what do you, what are your thoughts on this 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 idea that Microsoft? Uh, <laughs> it's could, I, I doubt it will ever happen in a million yeah. years. But the conversation that the fact that they Microsoft was talking about that oh, in yeah. the background, and even apparently even Nintendo seemed obviously there's. Phil Spencer says one thing. I'm sure Nintendo would say of another course. thing. But Phil Spencer mentioning that they seem to be open to it, or at least for tighter collaboration. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts? It's <laughs> it's crazy to me. It makes me think back to um, whenever you know Microsoft had that list of the studios that they were thinking about potentially buying, and they yeah. were like, "Oh, we have all these lists." And it's like this very long list of you know I, I can't remember how many, like over a hundred or something. Just all these are just whatever how many studios it was. It's it's crazy to me because I think what happens is my my brain gets running of the idea of Microsoft buying Nintendo of it happening one day, and it. It just feels like that almost feels like it makes gaming world explode just because yeah. next thing you know you're gonna see stuff that you know a lot of people are like this could never happen next thing you know pokemon comes to xbox and it comes to you know the cloud it comes to game pass and all these different things if that were to ever happen that's the whole thing yeah. um and it's just the idea of like the weirdness of thinking that now if that were to ever happen that mario and master chief are sharing like the, the same roof you know and just like yeah, the, the next the next mario oh, game or something and next thing you know it's like yeah. master chief is a playable character like just the weirdness that could come from it and just like the yeah. um the interesting uh ideas that could come from that um and i and i think it, it it's crazy but a part of me like with all that running through my head thinks like it, it also what what that would mean for the the gaming industry in a way just yeah. like big microsoft just buying another big like company if that would ever happen like because if microsoft after does come to a point where they do buy nintendo it's like oof that's going to shake up the industry even more and it's like oof, yeah. it, it becomes crazy but yeah go ahead yeah like on that regard i don't think that could ever happen because that's that that is when it's becoming a monopoly. Oh yeah, exactly. Microsoft, that would one hundred because Microsoft is buying a competition of another console console seller. Mm -hmm. um, even if like they like one, I don't think Japan like the Japanese government would ever approve of, of something course, like that. Of course, of course. I mean, what do I know of that? We could be <laughs> totally wrong in that regard. But like even then, I think like I think they would have a bigger fight with the FTC, the CMA, all of these government bodies across the world than they have with Activision Blizzard right now, which Activision Blizzard, we're gonna talk about again in a uh, little yeah. bit, you know, because <laughs> that's still going on. But I think it would be a bigger fight for like Microsoft in the long, like, it wouldn't just be a, it would, they would be so much more scrutiny around oh, yeah. it. And I, I do think there would be government bodies that would go, no, you can't do that. Because <laughs> I do feel like that would be more of a monopoly. So I don't think that could ever happen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess never say never because, yeah. you know, we never thought that Activision Blizzard would get bought up. So uh -huh. but here we are. <laughs> exactly. And we're talking about that in a little bit. So never say never. But like, I do feel like that would be more of a monopoly. And I don't oh, think yeah. that would actually be good for the gaming industry. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. As a whole. Um, 
but man, could you imagine like you you brought up like Master Chief being in a Mario game? Like, can you just imagine like a warthog in Mario Kart? Just like Master Chief, a playable character in Mario, a future Mario Kart with a warthog as a vehicle. Wow, amazing! I love it. Give it to me. Yeah. Come on, Nintendo. They 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 redo Double Dash. So like they, they make a, like a version of Double Dash and Master Chief, the warthog, and then like you can get like little grunts on the back. Like you put Luigi on the back with the, oh the warthog. Oh my god! Gun, you know? That'd be <laughs> and that's so how you funny. Shoot out the shells. Hilarious! I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's so crazy, All but right. yeah. Master Chief and Smash would be great. Oh so. man! Uh, why not? Why isn't he in there? Yeah, and then you, you know. can bring back bring back Diddy Kong Racing and get Banjo oh. and Conquer and Diddy Kong Racing. I mean, we talked about this last week, right? Exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> give, give us Diddy Kong. Give us more Diddy Kong, please. Yeah. <laughs> it, um, it, but yeah, yeah. it's I'd, I'd say that yeah, it's just super crazy to think that they because a part of me also asked, which I think I saw somewhere. I can't remember if I saw it on social media or like um, um, like Twitter or something like that, where people were saying that. What, maybe this is more of a uh, try to motivate the team type of thing of like, we can buy yeah. Nintendo one day. But I'm pretty sure, even with that said, I'm pretty sure a part of them in the back of their head like, we're going to buy Nintendo one day. Like, that's in the back of their head. <laughs> like, because they yeah. feel like they can do that because they're Microsoft, you know? And so I just think it's, it's well, crazy and it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, it's a common story, right? Like, back before Xbox released back before microsoft released the first xbox mm -hmm. microsoft was in talks of buying nintendo then yeah that's right yeah um and um obviously nintendo didn't go through with it and stuff like that but like so this this microsoft nintendo thing has been technically around going all the way back you know 23 years ago probably even before that back in the 90s uh mm. you know so like yeah microsoft microsoft has always wanted nintendo microsoft has always wanted nintendo maybe mm. one day maybe one day <sighs> Oh, they tried awesome. to buy it and they tried to buy them and then they were like well they got tonight i guess we got to make an xbox <laughs> <laughs> exactly i'm sure they probably had xbox plans like then too but like oh yeah, yeah like it's it's just wild to, to like think about all of that um oh yeah there was the other the thing that i think is more likely to happen mm -hmm. and i think this is a good hint in the email too is like this word of collaboration tighter collaboration yeah um i think what would more likely happen not xbox buying nintendo mm -hmm. but a but as the email says a collaboration where you yeah. you X, xbox games will appear on nintendo like yeah through game like game pass comes to nintendo and maybe nintendo plays nice and like sends some games over to them i doubt it would exactly. be like a mario game or anything like that but maybe some of their lesser of titles maybe they send over a like f-zero or something like that over to yeah. xbox maybe maybe they work out a deal where you get the next metroid prime or something like i think that is more likely to happen than a straight up like xbox buying uh, <laughs> a nintendo but i do think a, a collaboration of that level where xbox game pass comes to nintendo and then maybe nintendo sends a game or two like maybe like when they remaster games they let them go over to xbox oh yeah and stuff like that or let them go over to pc and stuff like that or maybe just live in game pass and stuff like that so people can play it through the cloud um so maybe not give a fit actual version over on xbox but you can play it through the cloud through xbox game pass and stuff does that make sense like no definitely yeah i, I think we could probably i think that would be more likely to happen than a straight up buy of nintendo yeah um but yeah i think 
I think that's yeah that 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 is what I would see happening in the grand scheme of things over over like the next ten years, like Microsoft and Nintendo just getting closer in that way rather than it being a straight up purchase type of situation. Course. Yeah, that that makes sense, and that definitely builds like a strong relationship between Nintendo and Microsoft to just like you yeah. build up on that, and then later on down the road you're like, hey, we're friends. Why don't we just share some more IPs let's, with each other? Let's take, <laughs> let's take this to the next level. Let's, uh, you know, we're on first base right now. Let's go to second base, you know, and then we'll work towards third base. And then maybe 20, 30 years down the road, it's a home run. You know, we'll get married. <laughs> we'll get married. We'll have children. We'll call them X Tendo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like. I think that's I definitely think that's more likely to happen than anything yeah. and like because like I just don't see like Xbox I, I just don't see like governments allowing this like full kind of monopoly happening yeah um, with that too I think that would be a better play for Xbox as well because like Xbox has always struggled here in Japan like yeah. Xbox like even when I go to like the there's a electronic store store down the street for me yeah and like I go there there's not an Xbox thing in there like at all mm. there's no Xbox stuff it's just Nintendo PlayStation um and so which is wild to me you know yeah <laughs> exactly I, I'm used to it but like but like it's it's very hard for me like in the area that I'm living in to see mm -hmm. anything Xbox related um like even uh at one of the convenience that I go to, one of the convenience mm -hmm. stores that I go to, there's like a lot of them around me. Only one of them has like Xbox like gift cards. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's just like, <laughs> it's, which is funny because it's like a sea of gift cards for like Switch and PlayStation and Amazon and uh, other things and stuff. So and then there's funny. like just here at the bottom of the corner. Yeah. And it's always full. I've never seen like a card taken away. It's <laughs> just like Xbox gift cards. And it's only for like, um, it's not even for that much. Like, it's not a gift card. It's like a, like a 10 buck gift card, basically. Ah, and it's just full. Like, compared so to like, what the Switch and PlayStation has and stuff on yeah. the little uh, gift card racks and stuff. And so I'm just like, yeah, Xbox is not just just not big here. So I think a collab collaboration with um, Nintendo would go a long way with getting their getting into Japan more. And I think that's because that's an area that Xbox has already struggled with was yeah. the Japan side of things. So, Agreed. You know, it'll work out. I just burp. Sorry. <laughs> um, so the other thing I wanted to talk about here was uh -huh. the Valve stuff. Mm. Um, it's hinted very lightly that Microsoft was in talks with Valve. Um, you know, I, it, that is the one that makes the most sense to me in yeah. terms of like stuff that Xbox buys. Because like valve gabe newell and stuff you know has already mm -hmm. come out and said like we're we have a good relationship with xbox we're happy to work with them on anything and like i could potentially see microsoft actually purchasing valve more than like a nintendo oh yeah um i i do you think that would also still like start skewing towards a monopoly type situation yeah um but also it's more of buying a storefront than anything for yeah. for xbox because i mean valve makes games but like does Valve really make games? <laughs> Not really like, anymore. So, <laughs> um, I mean, occasionally they release something. I mean, we got Half Half Life Alex, and we're getting yeah. a new uh, Counter Strike and stuff. Oh yeah. Um, or, or did we already get the new Counter Strike? I don't remember. Oh. Um, but like, yeah, like I, this is the one that I could see happening more than a Nintendo because uh, it just makes more sense. 
Uh, yeah. Xbox and Microsoft and Valve have always had a good relationship and all that stuff. So this is the one that I definitely could see. And so I'm interested in your thoughts on that, L. Like, would that be wild to, for you to see? To see a when you open Steam, it says Xbox or Microsoft Steam. Steambox. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's already a Steambox, right? They're oh yeah. Tried to make a Steambox. True. No, um, it it makes a lot of sense. I wouldn't be surprised. A part of me, the the only part of me that kind of feels like, oh, like this would be crazy because then my my brain starts to run of like, well, are we going to get more more games that are now going to be coming coming out from like Valve, like their uh, their original IPs, you know, like maybe another. Mm-hmm. left for dead or um a continuation of half-life if that ever does come out you know um and everything else or just more vr things um for um for like half-life alex or like taking you know just more stuff into that vr realm and so um mm-hmm. that's the only thing that i think interests me um but outside of that it would be crazy to think that yeah if xbox ever did buy valve next thing you know you know steam is like you know like you said the steam cloud or whatever it's just like wow this is crazy it's just more and more you just start to see uh, microsoft just getting their hands everywhere and in a way it does feel like is this right like you know what i mean like it feels like is this right for for the industry like is this a good thing um and so because i I think it'd be difficult i could be wrong but i think a part of me feels like it'd be difficult for to uh for microsoft to even purchase valve they'd have to go through a whole nother thing of like going to the courts and doing all these things you know and all the stuff yeah and so um it would it besides um what you mentioned earlier i agree with like it makes a lot more sense for them to pursue valve than it would for nintendo um as mm-hmm. far as if they wanted to purchase them and so it it, it would be crazy because it's i feel like there's a little bit of potential here but then a part of me is also like well really is anything going to change really is that like yeah. all the only thing that's happening is like the name is going to change or maybe they'll keep it the same or whatever you know that's the only thing that feels like it's changing yeah. hands um but it, it makes a lot more sense for them if they were to do that, you know? Yeah. I mean, the the thing, big thing for me too is uh, with this is, uh, uh, you know, I hate the Xbox Game Pass for PC app. Yeah. So, you know, just transfer, <laughs> they can transfer everything to Steam because Steam just ah, works. Ah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> transfer everything to Steam. Steam just works. Get rid of that horrible Game Pass. I mean, the Game Pass app is getting better on PC. Yeah. It's just, it's not good. I hate it. I hate navigating it. I'd rather navigate oh, yeah. Steam. So just Seems transfer a lot everything better. to Steam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, just, I'm selfish. I'm selfish in that regard. <laughs> but like, because I do feel like if the purchase of Valve would be more for Steam than it would be for the IPs. I mean, Half-Life is obviously still a beloved IP. Portal is still a beloved IP. All of it's still beloved IPs. But I feel like the moneymaker for Steam or for Valve is Steam. So it's like, of course, yeah. You would they, that that would be the reason you purchase Valve, right? Is for the yeah. storefront that oh, yeah. has now you know if you have a pc if you play on pc you you install steam right like yep there's like no way around that really because <laughs> like every game comes with steam i mean you have other storefronts like um gog and uh the epic game store and stuff like yeah. that but steam is the big one there exactly so it's you 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 purchase it for the steam and so yeah this is definitely the one i could see happening more and this it i I hesitate to say this is a monopoly because I don't really feel like it would be a monopoly at all, unless buying a storefront is a monopoly. I don't know. But <laughs> where Nintendo feels like a monopoly, this one is the one that I'm like, I question about where I'm like, I don't know. I don't know really because I don't really know what would change because I don't True. feel like anything would really change at all because like 
Xbox, Microsoft kind of just already is hands off with all their studios to begin with. So it's yeah. like, what would really change with Valve under Microsoft? Maybe Microsoft would encourage Valve to make a Half-Life 3 Maybe. or a Portal 3 or something like that. Yeah. But Very true. Yeah. Again, the Valve thing to me just screams like, oh, they just want a piece of the pie with Steam. Exactly. That's the money maker. That's the oh, money yeah. maker there. So, um, but yeah. And then the final part of this one that also got hinted toward was Warner Bros. Uh, Warner oh, yeah. Bros. Warner Brothers Interactive, which you know is the um, you know the the Batman Arkham games, the yeah. Suicide Squad, the, all of that stuff. Those <laughs> those games. Um, I. I I, I don't really have an opinion because I'm not a fan of most of those games. Like, I do like the Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor games. Mm. Um, I do like those. But, like, I don't know. Like, Warner Bros. Warner Brothers hasn't really made any games that I care about. So it's like... Yeah. Yeah. But I could also see it being like, yeah, give us these... Let us scoop up these. But, like, with that, like, those are all licensed IPs. Like, don't, I can't... Yeah. What was the last game that Warner Bros. Warner Brothers published that wasn't a licensed IP? Because like, Oof. what's the point of getting Warner Brothers Interactive in their studios without the IPs, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's true. Because yeah, you'd have to go for that. Uh, I mean, the only thing. Well, no. Yeah, I'm looking at a list of games that they have here. Everything is like license, 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 license. Yeah. Um, and so it it kind of like, like oof. Yeah, I guess Mortal Kombat's the only one that's not really licensed, right? Yeah, I say Mortal Kombat. Uh, other than that, from looking at the list, everything else. Fear. Yeah, it's. I guess. Oh yeah, fear. fear. I mean, fear. Fear is not relevant anymore. Fear. True. Very true. When was the, when was the last time fear was relevant? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Back for Blood. Yeah, you got the Lego games. Um, oh yeah. Harry Potter. I mean, that's all. It's yeah, heavy. Those are, those heavy are all licensing. So it's like, what could possibly be? Because, like, you take the Batman games away, you take Hogwarts Legacy away, you take Legos away. Mm -hmm. I guess you get Mortal Kombat and Back for Blood. And Scribblenauts. You don't know about Scribblenauts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, no, Scribblenauts must be a good game. So I know. Right? <laughs> I, don't know why you laugh. I don't know why you laugh at that. Because, like, Never even Injustice of, is a... Oh, yeah. Injustice, I, you know, is an I, is a IP. So, yeah, a licensed IP. So it's like, what... I would I would be interested to see like what that would ultimately mean because like if you don't get the IPs then I mean I guess the studios are fine in like what they make and stuff because like Hogwarts Legacy is good like Rocksteady is good you know rock, yeah. people love Rocksteady the Batman Arkham games and stuff so like I guess it'd be interesting to see like them make their own original game and stuff but yeah like I feel like the power of getting Warner Brothers interactive was because of these games that they've made these ips they have and would those ips get carried over like with microsoft I, I, would, I would i would wonder if microsoft would want that in like the clause being like yeah come on we're gonna buy you guys but we also get to produce the harry potter games we get to produce the 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 batman games and stuff like that and i guess that would that would be a whole another conversation with like dc and uh potter more whatever the hell the harry potter company is called and stuff so <laughs> No, very true. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like it. Uh, it'd be it'll it. 
it take it might take a, just as long, if not a little bit longer, to kind of come to a deal if that's necessary. Where sure, Warner Brothers is like, like you said, we're like, yeah, we'll go through this deal. And then when they're like, well, we want to keep the the licensing for all this, then like, oh, you have to talk to the owners of it. You know, you have to talk yeah. to them, and now they have to come to an agreement. And it's just more people and you know more hands in the pot, and then everybody has to be happy with you know uh, what they're getting. Where, with, the what, with, yeah, with the deals and stuff, and yeah all that so and just um, the warner brothers one just i'm yeah i think it's more of just wanting more studios under their belt but i also yeah. feel like microsoft needs to like slow down now i think <laughs> yeah because again we'll talk about this here in a second but they're about to you know double their studios up so oh yeah <laughs> very true um so yeah uh and then finally i'm gonna move on from this talk or do you have any final thoughts on this nintendo valve warner brothers interactive stuff I mean, give me, uh, what's it called? Halo Double Dash. I want that right now. <laughs> no. Mario uh, X. Mario X. Uh, Halo. What? Wow, Halo. Mario. <gasps> Mario and Mario Halo? Mario off the flood. <laughs> Mario, we get the, so you know how there's the uh, Mario plus Rapids? Yeah. <laughs> well, now we're going to get Mario plus uh, flood. Plus flood. <laughs> yeah. It's more of a it's dark like take a on Mario. Yes, the flood oh, thing gets on Luigi's head and turns It's already into perfect because what you do is you take the Goombas become the flood. It's simple. Okay. It's already oh, there for yeah. everybody. Oh, oh yeah. perfect. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Let's do it. Bowser becomes the the head flood person thing creature whatever. Oh what yeah. The, uh, what would be the robot guy? Spark whatever the name is. Do you remember? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, who, Toad would be that. Toad would be Spark. I mean, it wasn't the wasn't the whole deal with the Spark guy being a villain, right? I don't. Oh, remember. he was. Oh, I don't remember. I don't. Wario. Know. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wario. Wario would be. Anyways, no. I I don't know the lore of Halo anymore. I haven't thought about the lore of Halo in so long, so I can't remember anything about it. But yeah, you know what? Goombas is flood, and then Bowser doing something with the blood doing the something. final boss obviously he's the so. brute no <laughs> yeah and then it's and the final boss fight is like master chief and mario having to figure out how uh, to work together because they, exactly. they've had a throughout the whole game they've had a weird relationship where exactly mario mario wants to work with him master chief you know being the loner that he is is like listen i can't work with you and <laughs> exactly. then at the end they're like master chief is like let's do this and they fist bump <laughs> exactly they did perfect we got it. Come on, Microsoft. Give us a call. And then, and then, and then after they win, you know, Mario goes, "It's a me, Mario." You hear Master Chief go, "It's me, Master Chief." <laughs> and then credits roll. Oh my God, it's a me, Master. Chief. That's great. Exactly. Credits roll. Boom. Sign us up for twelve sequels. Yeah, you get a so hundred sequels, uh, different things. It's great. Uh, uh, Nintendo. Microsoft, call us up. We got you. We can create the story it. for you. We got. Yeah, we we already have the vision here. Exactly. <laughs> um, so moving on to actual games leaked through this document, there was a bunch of like hints at games, a game slates for Xbox. Um, so and uh, Zenimax and Bethesda and stuff. So again, article from The Verge. Uh, before it was acquired by Microsoft, Cinemax Media, the parent company of the studios like Bethesda Game Studios and ID Software, was working on remasters of The Elder Scrolls IV, Oblivion, Fallout 3, and a new entry in the Doom franchise, according to new documents revealed as part of an FTC versus Microsoft. 
The games were included in a July 2020 Microsoft presentation about the then potential ZeniMax acquisition. Unannounced games at the presentation include the Oblivion Remaster, which was originally set for fiscal year 2022. Obviously, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doom Year Zero and DLC, fiscal year 2023, and a second set of DLC, fiscal year 2024. Has not happened, obviously. Mm-hmm. The Fallout 3 Remaster, which is fiscal year 2024, a sequel to Ghostwire Tokyo, which is baffling to me, mm-hmm. uh, but that was <laughs> expected for fiscal year 2024, and then Dishonored 3, fiscal Whoa. year 2024. Um so this was, you know, this was stuff all the way back in 2020, but it's still an interesting peek behind the curtain of things that maybe they're still being worked on in the background. I think uh, an Oblivion remaster and a Fallout remaster, very possible. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Ghostwire Tokyo didn't review well, or I don't know how well it did. Like, <laughs> uh, critically, it didn't, it didn't, you know, do too well critically. I don't know uh, consumer-wise if it did well. But I'll be honest, I'll be all, I'm all in for Dishonored 3, but that's because I'm selfish and I love Dishonored. Yeah. Um, does, does this any, does this any of any, any of this surprise you? Are you like, wow, this is amazing, mind-blowing stuff? Or are you like, eh, this makes sense? Uh, I think it, it makes sense. I'm, uh, I'm interested in some of it just because, like, I remember originally trying to play Fallout 3 and didn't really gravitate towards it as much. Um, mm-hmm. But a remaster would make me think about trying it again, you know, just with, like, updated graphics and everything. Um, Doom Zero yeah. doesn't surprise me as much. Oblivion, I'm not really much of an Oblivion uh, fan. Um, and so, but seems cool. Dishonored 3 seems pretty cool um, just because, yeah. of course, Dishonored, you're the one that put me onto Dishonored, and I think that's a great game. Um, mm-hmm. And then, uh, what was the other one? Oh, Ghostwire Tokyo. I, I haven't even played it, and like you said, I've heard the reviews, they weren't too uh, great for it, and so I'm like, eh, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I played Ghostwire Tokyo, remember, back before I moved to Japan. I, yeah. um, I was playing, I started playing it because like there was just like a through game pass you know there was like these little daily challenges that you can do and stuff yeah. to get extra points and stuff and i started playing ghost ride tokyo through that and then i ended up beating the game what <laughs> um, <laughs> well, started off as something that was only going to take me like an hour to do i played 20 hours and beat the game um there's a charm to it it's like it just it just feels very simple like it's a it feels like a um an ubisoft game in terms of like it being open world just like you have a whole checkpoint list of things to go do in this world so it good kind of just turn your brain off the story was fine like it wasn't that honestly wasn't that great but like i don't know i could see a sequel to it i'd be interested in seeing what direction they would take it with Mm. um yeah i just don't i just don't know how well it did um commercially that would make microsoft or even bethesda zenimax go yeah let's do another one um (laughs) Especially when you're hot off the heels of like a Redfall and stuff. I mean, Starfield did really well though. So true. But yeah, I don't know. Uh-huh. Ghost Ride Tokyo is the only one in the on the list that I'm like, I don't really care if it happens or not. Doom. I mean, I'm a fan of Doom, but the Doom Year Zero is just like, uh, is Doom Year Zero just gonna? Is it gonna be just like? Is that a whole new game? Like, it's not quite clear. So true or is that just going to be like i don't know uh but you know doom's cool doom the doom remake the doom 20 whatever came out 2016 or whatever yeah Um, and then doom eternal oh yeah really fun games they're really incredible games like if you want a fast paced fast paced uh shooter Mm -hmm. doom is the way to go because they're they're really fun um 
in my opinion. I, I really enjoyed uh, Doom 2016. So, um, and then the little bit of Eternal that I've played, I uh, haven't. I don't. I haven't completed Eternal, but Doom 2016 really fun. So nice. Um, and then with Oblivion remaster, Oblivion's my least liked of the Elder Scrolls games. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I don't like. It. I don't like Oblivion that much. I know a lot of people do, but I'm like, Oblivion's the, in my opinion, the worst one out of Skyrim, Morrowind, and Oblivion. Oblivion's mm-hmm. the worst one. Mm. Uh, just because, like, the... I think... Morrowind and Skyrim both have a better, like, system with how factions play into each other, where Oblivion and Oblivion, all the factions just feel independent of each other. And uh. it's, anyways, I don't have to get into it. I have a <laughs> lot of problems with Oblivion that I just don't enjoy. Um, so, yeah. And then again, Dishonored, I'm a selfish and I love Dishonored. So, yeah. Nice. But if there is any, uh, it's, so you, you it, I don't know where I'm going with this. You know what? Let's just move on. <laughs> Let's move on to the final article of the day. The good news for Xbox this week. Whoa. Again, this is from an article from The Verge. The CMA has uh, Microsoft's Activision Blizzard deal gets a preliminary approval from UK regulators. This is straight from the article. The UK's Co- uh, Competition and Markets Authority, CMA, has given preliminary approval for Microsoft to proceed with its $69 billion Activision Blizzard deal. Quote, the CMA considers that the restructured deal makes important changes that substantially address the concerns as set out in relation to the original transaction earlier this year. And uh, quote, the CMA said in a press release and opens the door to deal to the deal being cleared. Um, The CMA goes on to say, while the CMA has identified limited residual concerns with the New Deal, Microsoft has put forward remedies with the CMA, uh, which the the CMA has provisionally concluded should address these issues. Um, So this is big news for Xbox. Um, CMA was one of the last holdouts for this Mm -hmm. deal. Um, The FTC is still holding out, but the CMA was the one that kind of was the first big one to go, no, this is not going to happen. We we don't approve this deal, um, and so it looks like Microsoft is finally coming to a a uh, a deal that the CMA can be happy with. Yep, it'll be interesting to see what that's going to be. Um, so the deal does have a deadline, October eighteenth or sixteenth or something like that. I think it's sixteenth. Um, I think it's 16th. yeah. Where the deal has to the deal has to close before then, but it's expected to deal the the deal now is expected to close within the next couple of weeks because the final approval is going to happen next week or the week after or something like that. So yeah. CMA it's it's winding down, and then uh, the Xbox is allowed to close over the FTC. So um, you know this deal finally may be done. You know finally, finally <laughs> we may finally get this deal done. <laughs> Um, it's 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 been two years now. Uh, so one of crazy. our very first episodes, or maybe it was our very first episode. I think of this it was the first was one about this deal. <laughs> so it's like it's you know we're gonna we we still probably have like another podcast two or two to go where we're yes. gonna talk about it. But you know, hopefully soon we can be Indeed. done with this, and then starting next year we'll just see you know big letters next to call of duty saying microsoft exactly uh, you know <laughs> world of warcraft will have the microsoft splash image on it and all that stuff so yes yeah. uh 
getting close, man. Getting close. No, Finally. definitely. Finally, after after so long, you know. And um, I had noticed. I can't remember. There was like um, somebody, one um, in the gaming industry. I can't. I'm, I apologize for not remembering who, but um, they're uh, a journalist for for gaming. But they were talking about supposedly there are talks that the deal actually might. Um, finalize supposedly on October 6th because of yeah. some emails going back and forth where they're like well everything's at set in motion like everything's great everything's like moving the way that it's supposed to we might not need to wait till the 16th or uh, the extra day but by the 6th it should be concluded and everything should be done and yeah you know reading that I was like can we just be done with this I'm <laughs> like yeah. it's it's crazy um it's so interesting like just how much it goes into especially which I understand this is basically like you know industry changing type of uh deals happening and so um it's crazy that the deals going w went on for this long you know i'm not surprised because i think yeah. that when we first talked about it we said it'll probably go for about a year and a half maybe i'd say close to two yeah. and sure enough we're what it's two years you said yeah. uh a yeah. little bit over Our, it's getting close to two years okay close the, two years because january was because that's right yeah it's it was it was announced in january 2021 and so yeah 20 it, no, 2022. What was the date here? When was it announced? 2022, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it was 2022, January 2022. So yeah, it'll be two years in 2024, January 2024. So wow, getting close to two years. So crazy. And so, but I'm not surprised. I'm I'm just like you know. I think because I remember we've and we've spoken about this countless times before where the initial was people, you know, of course, choosing sides and being like, Microsoft should not be allowed to do this. But me and you both kind of agreed. We're like, this is going to happen. Like whether yeah. we have a feeling that this will just go through whether people want want it or not. And, um, you know, mm. it's I think it'll for Activision Blizzard, I think it'll be good for them. Hopefully some things change in the restructuring of um blizzard you know and maybe it just hopefully it does better for both of them um and uh yeah and other than that like i said it's just going off for so long you're like wow this is still going on but yeah i'm, I'm just ready to be done with it we're <laughs> done talking about it <laughs> i know um so there were statements from uh brad smith the president of microsoft and of course bobby kodak also had an optimistic uh, outlook. So uh, Brad Smith said, we presented solutions that we believe fully address the CMA's remaining concerns related to cloud gaming streaming, and we will continue to work toward earning approval to close prior to the October 18th oh, deadline. Too. So he's optimistic. Bobby Kodak also optimistic by saying, this is a significant milestone for the merger and a testament to our solution-oriented work with regulators. Bobby Kodak, Boy. a little more just business-like. He is so business. I'm like, this is, oh, I'm like, get that out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Soon, so, yeah. He's uh, just like make is, more money. Everyone, yeah. We're gonna uh, listen. I'm getting a couple. <laughs> I'm getting a couple million, no matter what happens. So exactly. And like, I may I may be fired after this, but at least I'm walking away with billions. <laughs> exactly. Uh, which oh. which is a shame. Yeah. Uh, but it is what it is. So, but yeah, like, yeah. There, there, uh, Microsoft seems optimistic. Activision Blizzard seems optimistic about everything. So yeah, like I, as you said, we've pretty much have said every step of the way that this is going to happen and like it's capitalism it's yeah. capitalism and none of it's none of it's particularly good and there's like but there's nothing particularly bad about it either so yeah very true yeah. and just some people are getting a lot more money than they deserve and then hopefully <laughs> you know 
Microsoft is able to handle this incredible load that they're about to get because this is about to add a lot more studios under them. This yep. is about to, you know, they're about to pull in a, multiple money makers with Call of Duty, with yeah. Candy Crush, Candy Crush, with yep. um, with World of Warcraft, Overwatch. They're gonna really have to like take a take, take a like deep breath and look at all these IPs and go, okay. What are we going to do with this? Because, like, you know, you pull an Overwatch, you get, like, the Overwatch League and stuff, right? Oof, Even though the Overwatch yeah. League not doing well. Yeah. Like, does Microsoft completely finally kill it off? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, because like, then you're going into the esports side of things because, like, yeah. that's what comes with Overwatch. You know, same with Call of Duty. There's Call of Duty, you know, uh, teams and stuff out there. So, like, what do you do with that? Um, I'm sure Microsoft. I'm sure these are things Microsoft has thought about. And they, I mean, they have to because these are big, big things. So, oh yeah. Um, but then you get awesome IPs. You know, you get very true. You get a lot of dormant IPs that you know. You, maybe we get another Spyro game. Whoa. Uh, maybe <laughs> maybe we get a, a StarCraft game hmm? that's not StarCraft Two. Uh, <laughs> you know. So it'll be interesting to see what happens because like. Yeah, there's there's just so much that comes with this deal besides mm -hmm. just studios because they get a bunch of IPs um, and all that. So it, it's going to be interesting to see. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Um, you know, I think a lot of people are just so focused on the downside to it that they're overlooking the fact that you could potentially get stuff like Crash. You know, Crash Bandicoot, ah. who's been associated with PlayStation for so long. So long. It's going to be an Xbox yep. thing and most likely be exclusive. Yep. <laughs> you know, the Xbox is like, geez. It's like the first Crash games were exclusive to PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation. So yep. it's like, and so it's going to be so weird to see that. Um, no. And yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. It's just wild. Do you think Microsoft would like be like, you know what, Sony? We're going to keep, we're going to keep Crash on there. Or do you think Xbox will be petty and go, you know what? No, Sony, you don't get Crash, even though Crash was with you guys forever. It's, you don't yeah. get Crash. <laughs> we'll take it away from you forever. I, I wouldn't be it's surprised. Like, yeah. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if they were exclusive to, uh, to Xbox if they made that. Um, just because, um, wasn't there, um, internal documents part of that leak where they said that the Elder Scrolls, um, they were going to make that exclusive to Xbox? Uh, yeah, yeah. The Elder Scrolls, um, the next Elder Scrolls exactly, game exclusive one. to the Xbox. Yeah, yeah. and so I that wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if some of it. Maybe, maybe I don't know if there's any sort of like licensing deals that I don't know. Does PlayStation have? And they, do they have any other new Crash Bandicoot games that came out? Did yeah. they get in? Okay, yeah. so maybe yeah, like they got on them. May, well, I don't know. Maybe Crash doesn't seem like a super big IP, so maybe they'll play nice with that more. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe with like the, uh, anything newer that comes out of it, they'll be like, nope, uh, uh, this is all Xbox. This yeah. is all exclusivity over here. Yeah, I don't think Crash. Like, uh, I'm probably wrong in this. I'm probably talking on my ass with this. So sorry if I upset anybody. But like, <laughs> I don't think Crash is a relevant IP at all. Yeah. Like, I think it has. I mean, it has obviously it has its fans and stuff. But like, mm -hmm. when you look at like the big IPs in the gaming industry right now, Crash yeah. is the one that I think about. Very true. You know? Yeah. So, Agreed. It's mostly it's mostly Pokemon Mario and then you know if we're going to get specific to like game games like Last of Us, Spider-Man and stuff like that. So I don't know. Like I I don't I don't think in my opinion as a someone who doesn't like Crash to begin with, mm -hmm. I don't think Crash is relevant, but I'm probably wrong. 
I'm sure someone out there is going to be like, dude, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to be like, you know what? You're right. Because I don't like Crash. Fuck Crash. <laughs> well, you know what would make Crash dope, though? What? Uh, it would be Crash Bandicoot. Uh, I'm trying to think of a clever name, but I can't think of it. But it was going to be Crash Bandicoot Elden Ring. <laughs> it's, just, it's the Crash Bandicoot Souls-like game. This, That'll I, make it relevant. People will love it then. Very true. I think this is what this is what Microsoft does. Um, they they take Crash and they say, Crash, go sit on the bench for a little bit. We're gonna let you relax. And instead, they bring back Gex the Gecko from play <laughs> from the. If you remember Gex the Gecko, I don't know if you remember. <laughs> yeah. Gex the Gecko. He was like uh, a a smart talk, smart mouth talking gecko. That would wear a tux. Yeah, he was like a spy, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a spy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he, yeah. he's that's a different Gex. developer. Into the Gecko was the first game of the series <laughs> for PlayStation. <laughs> and yeah. N64. It was also on the N64. Yep. Yeah. Bring back Gex. Why not? Fuck it. Bring, bring, <laughs> bring back. them back. Bring them all back. Is there a sequel to it? Was yeah, there, there was a couple sequels. There was, I think, two or three. It was, was like... Gex? Play Is it Activision? Uh, I don't know if he's Activision. Oh, it's Crystal Dynamics. So yeah. Crystal Dynamics is the one that. So yeah, they can't bring it back because if it's not no. Activision. Wah, wah. <laughs> I was just saying. Why they did you do with, that? Why did you get my hopes up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey. oh man, what else is there? I'm trying to think of like other IPs, but I can't think of any outside of. Uh, I was about to say Overwatch. Outside of um, Crash, there's so uh, many. Like whatever, it's not important anymore. Hmm. What about no? Never mind. I don't think that I'd have to look up uh, like Activision uh, IPs because I'm trying to think of all the the things that they make or that they have yeah. made. Yeah, it's, it's whatever. Uh, you know, technically, Activision made Spider-Man. You know. Oh, you're right. I do so remember that. Get all those. Granted, they don't have like the IP for it anymore or anything like that because it got sold to Sony and all that. But <laughs> so that I don't think I don't think Microsoft could ever like remake those games. Yeah, very uh, true. Maybe they could. Maybe Microsoft could make a deal. We'll just like do that. Oof, you know what would be dope? Um, What's that? Um, remaking uh, another remake or another remaster. If X Xbox and Microsoft can work out the license, uh, mm -hmm. Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Oh Alliance. yeah, that'd be amazing. Oh, yeah. I love that three, game. Three is technically, you know, the three Marvel Alliance, Marvel Ultimate Alliance three is on Switch, but you know, bring that over to Xbox. Why not? I know, right? Did, Activ oh. did Activision publish that game? Did Activision I think, publish uh, Marvel I think, Ultimate Alliance three? I think they did, if I remember correctly. Uh, Marvel. It no, was. It was. It was, uh, it was Team Ninja. Team Ninja. Dang. Well. And and published by um, Nintendo. So yeah, it was not. It was not Activision. Oops. Well, Damn. Never mind. Sorry, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, well. well. The one and two. One. I mean, they could potentially do one and two, though. You know. They you could potentially get all the Marvel Ultimate Alliance, bring it back, and then bring back the X Men games. Do you remember? Oh the yeah. Games were, yeah. They were really good too. There was. Uh, I think I remember playing X Men Apocalypse, if I remember correctly. Yeah. That was a great one. I loved it. Yeah, the, they had the. Um, I'm trying to find them. It was X Men Legends and then X Men That's Legends right. Rise of Apocalypse. Yeah. That's right. I remember both of those. Love them. That, that 
that's that's what xbox needs to do you know oh yeah you know x uh playstation has uh spider-man and i guess wolverine now so the wolverine aspect might mess things up but true maybe xbox makes a deal with maybe microsoft makes a deal with disney and gets uh x-men games license Ah. where they just can't include wolverine you know but wolverine's the overrated (laughs) x-men granted wolverine's probably the most popular of the x-men very true yeah (laughs) but like give give us the uh give us uh is that actually looking at the list oh no he was there i was about to say wolverine wasn't listed as a playable (laughs) character in the x-men game but no he is you got beast emma frost jean gray nightcrawler rogue colossus colossus is my favorite gambit and colossus were always were my favorite x-men i just remember gambit's move his special move being 52 pickup and he would throw up the 52 (laughs) cards and they come back down and like slam on people or like it was cool i remember that yeah wow yeah whatever happened to the gambit movie well, you know, hey, it's in limbo and it's probably never coming out. <laughs> it was probably never going to be good to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> to be so fair. Fun. So uh, funny. Anyways. But yeah, we can go to the Xbox, X-Men games. You know, Xbox, get X-Men IP. That way you can have your own Marvel property. There you go. And then everybody Done. can complain. Since everybody already complains about play, Xbox, uh, Spider-Man <laughs> being exclusive to PlayStation, let everybody yep. complain about X-Men being exclusive to Xbox. True. Again, I, I doubt that'll. I, it's unlikely that would ever happen since Wolverine, because Wolverine is like you know the most popular X Men. So it'd be hard to make a X Men game without Wolverine. You probably can do it, but probably agree. Yeah. Anyways, nice. Well, I'm done talking about all this stuff now. <laughs> you know what? Wind us down. <laughs> Everybody, thanks for tuning in to the uh, 50th episode of Respawn, please. Oh, yeah, I forgot to say that. It was the yeah, 50th we- episode. I didn't even type <laughs> it up at the beginning. Shit. <laughs> We're on the episode 50. Fuck. Halfway to 100 and furthermore. Um, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you're catching us live, just know that um, you can catch the edited version of the video version of this podcast available on our YouTube here at Respawn Please Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, hit the bell icon to be notified of future videos, and hit that like and share. Why not? Also, know that there's the audio version of the podcast available everywhere you get podcasts. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Um, make sure to follow us there as well and follow us on social media at TikTok and on Instagram at Respawn Please Podcast. And thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, one last thing. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.